2: So Logan, we like to talk up big successes of big games potentially. And what bigger game is there than Starfield at the moment?
0: I wondered if we might start here or not. Well. I, I thought there's probably little chance we'll get through it this week without discussing it. It wasn't out by the time we'd done last week, so was well, it? They, well, we were, we've been the through reviews
2: that. Were. We've done that early access to Well, actually, mm. it was the early access had just started, so if you were Yeah. You know, if you'd paid the, the... We'll talk about that as well. If we paid the sort of upgrade mm. fee and being part of Game Pass 35 UK PANS, get the expansion pass included, we could have been playing it for five, six days beforehand, but their version of day one Game Pass didn't start until many days after, many hours after. So that lie continues. Um, but here's what the, the official Starfield Twitter account had to say. As of this morning, hashtag Starfield has already <laughs> surpassed six million players, making yeah. it the biggest Bethesda game launch of all time. So that's a fantastic number for them to yield, sort of days yeah. into the the launch of the game. I do want mm. to bring this other data point up because it's interesting how it must have worked out. 2015 November 13th, GameSpot I've gone to, which, are, you know, you can't really talk about GameSpot anymore because they gave it a 7 out of 10 Starfield, so they're on the shit list for people. Yeah, can he go there anymore? Because they're corrupted, you see. Um, here's the headline from 2015. Fallout 4 ships 12 million copies in, da- in one day, breaks records. Mm. So if we now look at the data we've been given from the Starfield account, 6 million players... They're saying that makes it the biggest launch of all time. So clearly in terms of units out there, that's a lie. You know, Game Pass obviously muddies <laughs> the water slightly. But what it says to me is that out of the 12 million people that bought Fallout 4, less than half of them played it on the first day or the first week. Like, yeah, because you can't... Unless, oh, this, unless, stat, unless this, the Twitter account is lying completely... You can't even be saying how are they measuring biggest launch? Well, probably well, most people playing the game. Many
0: notes will come along and correct them if it is well, bullshit. The ultimate fact checkers,
2: they are. They get get full um, fact on it.
0: I them. Yeah. Got a
2: little WhatsApp report. I did that once. I didn't even get back to me. Next, <laughs> athletic from them. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, I think it depends what they mean. Uh, it, it, the devil is in the detail,
2: right? There ain't so no it's detail, like, is it? You never get the detail in this business. You just get well, this the
0: headlines. Is the problem, then... but they just looked at it at a point in time and gone, six million, we'll tick that off. That's the most ever at this point in time on a Bethesda game.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, look, I think, you know, I'm just looking at the open critics score now and it's at an 88. Um, I think you and I speculated last week it might go. Sort of up a, up a few points or down a few points. I think eighty. It's got. Well, I think last week when we discussed, it, it was about an eighty.
1: It's,
2: it's basically it's been going between eighty seven and eighty eight. And um, yeah, there's a couple of review sites that didn't get it that are probably still working their way through it. One which yeah. we, we flagged was the bit of Metro article from last mm. week where they yeah. absolutely went in on them. And I did I did mm. have a quick read of their like their impressions as they go kind of chat. Yeah, Yeah. And mm. at the end they did say, Well, at the moment we can't imagine giving it any more than a six out of ten. I was like, they really are salty about this. Yeah, <laughs> they whole... really And it, look yeah. even if they're not, the whole yeah. the whole reason the whole that article going up will people just go, Well, salt yeah. merchants, didn't you? So Yeah, it's they... never gonna get any credence.
0: See, no. I mean unless they come out and said, You know what, this is actually brilliant sort mm. of thing. Like there's a couple of drawbacks like that's when you could think, oh, that's you know they're they're not salty, but you think anything that looks a little bit lower than that kind of meta score, you mm. think, mm, I'm not too sure. But um, you, always just... you always get outliers. You always get 100 percent. Yeah, that's fine. Like, Metro, that,
2: just for example, we'll think I think Final Fantasy Sixteen is an eighty-eight or an eighty-nine. Okay, yeah. So highly thought of as well. Metro gave that a six. <laughs> so they're not. Yeah. They, they don't. They do like to drag these games Nintendo down. though. They'll... Nintendo, 10 out of 10. That's Super Mario yeah. Wonder, if that's not a 10 or a 9, then that must be really bad from them. Like, it must be. Must, they must have done something wrong, Nintendo. Yeah. Um. See, so yeah, it was good to see, actually. You know, uh,
0: it's good to see it going up. I mean, I, I tuned into a couple of streams, and I, I must admit I didn't watch a huge amount of it or anything like that, but the ones that I did stream... And I think everyone's kind of chimed into this narrative that it's boring, and everyone just wants to chirp out that it's fucking um, space though what? yeah I know uh, and it's fine And it, one Armstrong was bored a bit I got up there and was like well a lot of sitting around
2: there's a lot of sitting around do. there is
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sitting around it's absolutely true uh, I think you know one of them was like oh it's you know if, if it doesn't pick up after this mission then I'm gonna go and do something and I was like I was a bit like well you look like you're super early on in a game like mm. sometimes these things just take a little while to
2: like a little slow burner
0: Yeah, and I was just, I don't know why. I I was thinking about this actually when I'd kind of tuned into the stream and I was listening to it. I was a bit like, has everyone just got so used to these like, it's sort of like action junkies where everything's got to be happening. It's got to be this like visual explosion. Like every film's a superhero film and it's going bang, like Transformers. And you get on games like Call of Duty and it's like, oh, shoot people, I'm dead. Shoot people, I'm dead. Everything's a bit like manic all the time. Yeah. and sometimes when you get these games that are, are a bit slower and I think from what I've seen, you know, there are some pretty epic space battles and things that can go on in Starfield But it's not think, an out an out action game, this is the thing Right, it's, 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 so this is the point I'm trying to get to is yeah, it's kind yeah. of like, there will be periods in games like this, and when I've watched Fallout streams as well, like there are, are you significant periods of downtime you're just wandering, and it's going to be similar in something like this where you're just exploring, and there will be yeah. periods of downtime, and it's kind of like I don't know. I don't know what people have like come to expect necessarily. It's kind of like just enjoy it for what it is, and it's something right. a bit different. Um, but every, I don't know why. It just, I mean, I, I, obviously, I was my expectations of this. I was trying to set myself on the lower bar, so I wasn't yeah. like disappointed. But I always knew I was erring myself on this kind of like. Almost cynical, less optimistic side, because I'm not too sure. But I must admit, you know, I think it looks good. I I really think it does. And, you know, some of the elements of it might end up being a bit dry, and that's to be expected. But I think overall, it looks like it's been relatively successful. I haven't heard of everyone moaning about frame rate drops and technical issues and, and all this kind of stuff that could be expected to accompany it and the most people i think i've seen i mean i haven't been delving into the depths but the most people have been chucking it, at it is it's oh it can be a bit boring and it's like well you know if you want to and this to be fair and this is from a guy that was he was an overwatch streamer right so one of them is <laughs> yeah so he's used to doing that kind of like death cycle sort of yeah. game um but, you know, I think some of the other streamers have been watching, I mean, out of all people that I thought might not enjoy it, you know, the one that I always go back to, doc, Dr. Disrespect, the old Doc, he seems to be um, really liking it. So, Ooh. you know, I think it's it's been more positive this week in terms of, I think, its its reception than, than perhaps pre-launch. But yeah. that's not to say they've done everything per- perfectly, and I'm sure we'll get into some of the nitty-gritty.
2: Well, Atkins has gone out and played this. He started playing it. I think he's done something like, what's he, what's he said here? He ain't completing it. He ain't, well, this is the problem. He's playing Baldur's Gate at the same time as well. Literally, uh, what are you doing? So, nine hours, 40 minutes, he said to me. And, you know, he's got a lot of, a lot of toot in mm. there. Uh, lots of loading screens, he says. He says he's, he says he's missing the No Man's Sky seamless experience where you fly a, onto the planet and land anywhere on the planet, like yes, that's missing. But he has said that the 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 kind of trappings are there, which No Man's Sky would never have, like the questing mm. and the the discovery yeah. of interesting factions. If you got the factions. two and just went... There's something there, and I think depending on your... If you want to go and explore space and, you know, get lost just wandering and stuff, like perhaps No Man's Sky is, is the better option. But if you want something that's a little bit more structured with depth mm. and consequence and things like that then starfield feels like the better one but he seems like he's enjoying it. i don't know how far he'll get before he crumbles off he keeps you know he's, he's got Baldur's gate 3 sitting there which he's he's loving at the moment that's mm. that's caused splash damage that that Baldur's gate 3 on starfield <laughs> undoubtedly like don't dismiss yeah. that as a as a conversation or as a as a point what people are getting stuck on because mm. that has ultimately come out and blown people's bollocks off and then when something yeah. comes out weeks later which is whilst a completely different setting is still going to be put in the same you know, menu of, oh, it's an RPG of sorts, yeah, yeah. you know, he's got lots of differences, but also there's similarities there. People are going to start mm-hmm. to go, well, they're doing this and they're not, not living up to that. I mean, poor old Horizon had it twice, both their games. Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> a few weeks later, Breath of the Wild come out. That was it. Open world game and had to change that very second. <laughs> Forbidden West comes out. They think, right, we've got away from the... The, the Zelda hype. People have stopped chirping, chirping on about that. People have mm. come back to the planet Earth, and then a few weeks later, Elden Ring come out. and The like, oh, it's changed again. <laughs> you and it, the unfortunate <laughs> thing for Starfield is that Baldur's Gate came mm. first. So yeah. it was, whereas at least at least Horizon got a couple of weeks of people going, oh yeah, mm. this is this is good. And then it, as soon as they came along, they're like, oh no, that's shit now. It's like mm. that meme of like I don't know if you remember Toy Story probably from the original Toy Story, where he's like, oh, I don't want to play this anymore, and he drops Woody. Yeah, It's yeah. kind of like, that's what happened to Horizon. Yeah. But yeah. uh, Starfield had a it's similar, similar issue, unfortunately. Mm. And and as you alluded to last week, this isn't an exceptional year in terms of games coming out and scoring so highly. It's one of the best ones we've had. So, mm. again, it's in a pack amongst some real giants. So I say all that to say that Adkins is playing it, and we'll get thoughts on him if and when he finishes it at some point. But is, there a, is this... Lurk anywhere for you now. You've had a little look at it, seeing there's probably no Scrabblers mm. to be to be scared of. I mean, there are you know wildlife and whatnot, but as far as I know, mm. maybe no no scary parts of it. But it could be you know you've been on this this mm. venture to try and branch out a little bit. This is surely a candidate to to spend some time in once you've finished other duties.
0: Yeah, I've got I've got a bit of a backlog that I want to clear, and I'm kind of working through it. Um, mm. I'm a bit, basically, working through Spider-Man. I've got Miles Morales to do. I want to get up to date before the new Spider-Man, but I'm concerned I'll fucking fatigue myself. I might want to play it when it comes out anyway.
2: For the record, I'm doing the same thing. I've just started playing Spider-Man again, and I was thinking this is probably a mistake. But unfortunately, we decided months ago I wanted to play both of those before two came yeah. out and i've left it way too late and uh, you know starfield's been a casualty of that because i, yeah. I should have been playing that this week and i just didn't
0: it is it's brilliant it. but it's yeah. very rinse and repeat is what mm. i would say and and you know i'm not it is what it is and i'm fine with that and it, uh, i have to add that i've done all three sets of dlc immediately afterwards as well yeah. like i haven't like so I, I am absolutely taking that into account where I'm sort of like going through one, going through the other. And I didn't have to do what I'm doing either. So yeah. it is self-inflicted, but Steve said to do it. Yeah. Um, so I've got that to do and I want to catch up for that. And then i would obviously want to play Spider-Man and I do want to clear my Switch backlog. It's one of the things I just, it's really hurting me. It, it's really playing on my mind. So I need to figure out a way of doing that. Wait for that um, switch
2: 2. The rumors are it's going to be like a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. I don't DLSS. I,
0: I, I don't know. I haven't decided whether I'm going to go and in get three. another. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I I I liked the idea and I did like having it. I basically got this to play Mario, but yeah. I, I I don't know whether I'll c I unless there's a better way of it appearing on my screen. I don't think I'll immediately dive in. I'm not a handheld. I've decided I don't like handheld, so I'm yeah. not doing that, basically. Um, and if I have to cut my nose to spite my face, and so be it. Yeah. Um, and I've got that PC arriving imminently as well. It's been ordered, is it? It was ordered a week ago, yeah. Ah. Yeah, so I've got that PC lurking. That's the candidate um, for
2: Starfield.
0: Right, so this is what I was getting to. So there's going to be a new avenue that potentially opens up where something like that, which I think I kind of baited you on a little bit last week to say, is this a PC preferable game? And I think you sort of danced around it a little bit, but I think the overriding feeling is, yes, it would be better on there because of the extra power. I think if I did choose to pick it up, I haven't ruled it out and I haven't ruled it in, but it's something that I'm probably more likely to pick up a bit further down the line. It's not saying that I'm imminently planning for this year, but mm. um, dependent on kind of what happens, I may pick it up the early part of next. Yeah. I Doesn't may. You pick it up, I, you
2: just chuck it on the Game Pass, surely.
0: Well, yeah, this is what I mean, though. It's not. I, I, I want, If I want it. to do it, I want to invest in it, yeah. but I don't. I don't want to just sort of give it a... Like, it's not the sort of game You don't want I feel one like
2: eye on a new release coming in four weeks that you want to play yeah. on day one. You want to just have a good couple of months where nothing can really get you. You've got your usual sort of rocket leagues and football yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever's ticking you along, but you don't want to be going, oh, mm. I want to play, I don't know, say Spider... In this example, Spider-Man is coming in six weeks. I don't want to yeah. have a deadline. I
0: don't want to start something where... I'm then invested in it. So I think what I've been thinking is I'll see what sort of what's going on and how much is there in terms of Scrabblers or things like that. But I, I do like space-based games, and I think mm. they're pretty cool. But I haven't quite ever found one. I mean, No Man's Sky, when we got that, it never really – it was as we said before, it just wasn't what any of us wanted or expected, nice. and I got burnt by that. Um, and I think what you alluded to at the beginning, something a bit more structured. Like I don't, I don't particularly care for exploring that much. What I yeah. want is a set of guardrails and a story yeah. to follow and, and this, a purpose. Yes, yes. Which is yeah. what I think this. And it's kind of like I don't really care if I can't land on the planet. And I can get why people would want that. But yeah, yeah. It depends what you want from a game. So I think in some ways this ticks the box. Um, But, you know, I'm not ruling it in or out at the moment. I want to watch a little bit more of it and and see what's what.
2: Yeah. So I'm on this Spider-Man replay job, which will include Miles Morales, just to get that platinum on that one. I've already got the platinum on the original. So why I've done the original, I don't know, because it's quite, as you know, quite an extensive game, and I want to 100% it again, despite there not being any trophies for me to go after. I could have done New Game Plus, actually, and got a couple more trophies, but... Mm. I don't like New Game Plus because it ain't, it ain't canon, is it? You ain't got all those. Suits what does that do? That gives you, just, you everything ability, you've already unlocked. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you just play through it again. Enemies the enemies are harder, and yeah. it's like I don't, I'm never interested in New Game Plus. Going back to Starfield, funny enough, I've not. I don't know what it is. I don't know yeah. what the trick is or what they're doing. But everyone, not everyone, people have said <laughs> that the New Game Plus that they've done for Starfield is actually quite. It's very good or very unique right. at the at minimum. They've gone. A different direction. Oh, interesting. So I'm interested to get to that at some point, because the, the standard vanilla New Game Plus to me is like, I just never do it. Even when I replay a game, I never use New Game Plus. I just start from the beginning again, because I like that mm. slow build of... Progression. Of, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's all given mm. to you. There's no, there's no point. So mm. um, I'm kind of stuck in that that, that 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 part now. Once that's done, once Spider-Man's done and Spider-Man 2s out and done, that's sort of the... next like, right, what's now until probably the end of january for persona 3 which is enough time to play a big rpg and i've got three yeah. options i've got baldur's gate 3 which would be yeah. a complete unknown cyberpunk 2077 the the phantom liberty dlc and sort of mm. the re the, the final piece of that arduous puzzle of actually coming from the depths of toot to being an excellent game will be finally well, completed really
0: that i've yeah. really, that's another one that i didn't pick up that yep now I feel like it's in a state. So it's ironic that your list is semi-aligning with mine because I've said yeah. to you before as well that that PC yeah. and Baldur's Gate is worth, uh,
2: for me, again, broadening horizon. You could horizon, get Cyberpunk on that PC and it'd be fucking amazing.
0: Well, this is the thing. It kind of broadens that avenue, doesn't it, where yeah. you start considering stuff that otherwise were semi off the menu
2: yeah and, <laughs> the, and the final one would be Starfield so I've got a decision to make sort of probably mm. November time as to which one of those yeah. avenues I go down I may select something smaller just to give me more thinking time but I want to commit to one of those by a mid yeah. mid-ish end of November just to give me a couple of months to, to really commit what to I them. would
0: say to you there mm. is Walls-y-muff. you basically no 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 what I would right, say map, is if gone. you're Ah, if the roadmap is planning for Persona 3, yeah. do you really want to go from big, invested... I get yeah. uh,
2: They Persona Persona's so different because it's Japanese, yeah. art, it's, it, to me, I'm fine with that. Okay. I don't mind. I went mm. from Persona 4 to Persona 5. Yeah, back yeah, to back that, I went, that's a, that's a yeah. ludicrous thing to do so that once I did that I was like I don't, it's not necessarily I do anything they are yeah I wouldn't want to keep doing Persona 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 but I think coming from a western RPG to a Japanese one actually would be quite a nice change of pace because yeah, yeah. um, there's normally more guardrails than the Japanese ones and there's, mm. there's, there's, the storytelling's different and whatnot but mm. um, but yeah Starfield people are still squabbling about the review scores you know Microsoft Damage Control are out there Patrolling the internet, the Sony Outlaws. Yeah, ninety-four out of hundred. There you go. He's loving it, so he won't be. He won't be on the damage control forces hit list. The Sony Outlaws. Isn't one that we normally call out? They're trying to bomb any threat of the Xbox doing well from the shadows, so they're out in force as well. And I just think people need to get used to this level of nonsense for any first-party release now between Microsoft and Sony. I mean, you're going to see this when Spider Man 2 comes out. Maybe not to the same level, but if it scores mm. higher than Starfield, you're going to be able to taste the salt of the Green Bloods. You're going to be able to literally taste it in the air. If it yeah. scores lower than Starfield, you're going to be able to feel the fire burning off the Blue Bloods of Rage. So you've got those two squabbling. You've got Nintendo quietly sitting in the corner looking to release Super Mario Wonder and showing everyone how it's done and then moving on with their lives and um, that's sort of the cycle of life at the moment which is, which is what it is but Starfield undoubtedly proving to be a success for the players in terms of engagement mm. and um, we'll monitor that closely and, and see where it lands what was interesting is the premium edition sorry the premium upgrade 35 UK pans code in a box literally a box of plastic with a code in it charted in the UK uh, physicals charts Number seven. Wow. I mean, you talk, about, you talk about saving the environment and then why are we putting plastic boxes out there with codes in them? Well, so they get on the charts, evidently. Well, just doing do little cardboards. You, know, like, you know, like a gift card. I suppose they're plastic as well.
0: There's no real way around it. Scratch They'd probably card, be arguing it. Well, like no, they'd be arguing it on the other card. side. They'd be saying, this is the only one you've got, whereas all the other games are chucking out all this plastic and CDs. Yeah, well... Can't save it all. I wonder what happen? they'll do. You can't chuck out cardboard because
2: it won't keep and all the collectors will go, ooh, metal. Yeah, but why would a collector want a plastic box of a code in it? Like, at that point, you're not... Sorry, you're, if you are if you think that's an equivalent physical, it's, you're a liar. You're a nonsense.
0: 100% there are people that have done that well, so they can have it in their little wall collection.
2: Pathetic. So a 100%? I reckon we'll find a load of those in the tip one day. It's <laughs> like that ET game. They went and buried I shift it. it's an old Atari <laughs> What's ET game. Oh, uh, you have to. It's, 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 it's basically the long and short of it is, there was a video game crash. I think in the 70s, maybe right. 80s, early it would have been if it was the 80s. But I think it was the 70s, and a lot of it was because on the Atari, there was just they're flooding the market with bad games. And like the straw <laughs> that broke the camel's back was this ET game, which was so, which was terrible. It's a terrible game. If you look up any gameplay, right. it, it's awful. And essentially, they printed a load of copies of it, loads of cartridges. They couldn't sell it. And they took them to a tip somewhere in America and literally just dumped them. You know, not every copy <laughs> did sell some, but the vast majority of the printed cartridges, they dumped them on a landfill somewhere. That's like, mad. Yeah, and they, that's what ushered in, like, this video game crash. And then Nintendo sort of revived it with the, the Nintendo Entertainment System. But that's that's a different podcast. The history of gaming, inaccurate probably. <laughs> anyway, 23 minutes in... Idle Game Chat, DIMP Digital's flagship video game podcast. Apps here and Logan, the Grand Prix winner, looking to win the entire thing, but we'll be checking on that another time. Patreon.com forward slash DIMP Digital's place to go to support this. Uh, We will move swiftly on out of that intro and get into the next news topic. Here's one for you. Yep. Star Wars Jedi Survivors 7th update has arrived for PS5, Xbox Series, X and S and PC. On consoles, Respawn has said it has completely reworked the performance mode and now offers a solid sixty FPS when ray tracing is disabled. A load of other shit in there. But essentially mm. the they've this game came out and the, the one the one big criticism of it was performance on all platforms in fact. Biff mm. in particular had issues with the PS five. I know yeah. the PC wasn't great either. They've added DLSS now. So it took them a few months. I mean, April was the April 28th, this originally came out. But now it feels like it's a game worth... Well, not a game worth going to, but it's <laughs> in a much better state than what it was when it came yeah. out in release. So are we just better off avoiding games day one? Because we see this time and time again. Hello, good approach. Well, we do, don't we? The game comes hmm. out, it's rough as ours is. Six months later, it's patched up to snuff. So yeah. are we just better off avoiding these games on day one um, and just rethink the it, rewards later on?
0: I think it really depends on the developer, the game, and platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so it basically depends on everything. So, like, God of War, I was there with a pre-order. Like, Capping uh, d- yeah. Yeah, like, you know that it's likely that's going to be released in... in. I, I mean, there was several updates and they patched stuff, but to all intents and purposes from what I played of it, um, like nothing wrong with it that I could noticeably identify. Um, so I'll be there Spider-Man 2 if I feel like it. I'd quite happily be like, yep, yeah, I'll get that on pre-order. So there are some games, but I don't particularly trust EA. Um no. And for like new no. IPs and, and even like you look at Starfield, like even if I was chomping at the bit for that, I'd have probably still sat here and gone,
2: mm, let Stop- me see... Starfield in particular has the scope to be much better than most other games in a few months because the yeah. scope of it means there's always going to be rough, rough patches with it, mm. um, and more more than other games that will benefit from time. It simply will because there's, yeah. there's more. There's probably more things for mm. it to fix up because not that any yeah. game's perfect, but Bethesda games typically get better with time more so than other yeah, games yeah. because they yeah. they start at a lower level. Now, this is anecdotally what I'm hearing and seeing and first-hand knowledge being passed on to me that this is pretty good shape for a Bethesda game, but in some instances still not the best. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, to be honest, that was a factor with me as well. I was like, this game's going to benefit from more time more than most games. Mm. Like, it, this, isn't, this isn't Naughty Dog who typically just ship... Yeah the real yeah. polish and you just kind of you go in on the understanding that it will be that. and if it's not that, and the day it's not there there will be bloody murder screened. but until they <laughs> yeah. until they do it it's kind of like okay yeah. you know that, that, that you'll you get some comes the benefit of the doubt right yeah. because of their yeah.
0: because of what they've delivered before but there's they are they're in the minority. And they're
2: simpler games
0: yeah. They are linear yeah.
2: experiences. Mm-hmm. It's not and yeah. Starfield isn't, so you're always going to miss stuff, but
0: And I don't particularly mind it, by the no. way. Like I'm no. not I
2: don't I don't sit here and I'm like they should all be
0: released really, like ideally, yes, they'll all be released like super polished, but it's the reality, the reality is, is it's not the reality we are in, is it? Yeah, exactly. So know,
2: Rossi goes up the road again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got a guy that does that round here, and I'm like, he would go to work at like silly o'clock, or it would be like late. Yeah. And it would just go,
1: and
2: I just think, you just got no concept of is how it, loud that thing is. Is it just the understanding that motorcyclists just can break the speed limit? Because I've never seen one of them going, get pulled 30. over or 40, yeah. or even 50, on any yeah. of the, 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 the sort of... I know, I Even the motorway well, steaming see in traffic.
0: steaming like, Do you ever overtake? Like, do you ever go, oh, i better overtake this motorcyclist? Yeah, like, you just... No, they're always filtering through
2: or overtaking you. I like, know, it just feels like it's accepted, you know, they can yeah. just steam off and they get away with it. But I'm sure yeah, they don't, I'm almost certain they don't, but... They're always, but they're never on. They're never speeding the speed limit. get really one, How is
0: do it? How those catch them?
2: Well, they, they ain't, ain't gonna. gonna catch them. Yeah, so they know that. Everyone, it's kind of like this accepted thing where it's like,
0: let's not waste our time with this. Right, yeah. like, we ain't gonna catch them. But yeah, I hate it. It really annoys me. <laughs> um, where were we? So yeah, I think what I was saying was it's kind of like okay for them to release them. Some... I, I don't know. I don't want to sanction it, but it's kind no. of I am okay with it because. I'm not there on most games to like chomping at the bit to 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 play them anyway. There's not. I'm usually so far behind things, yeah. and I, I'm okay with that. Like I used to be, like chomping at the bit for certain games day one, and now I'm like, Do you know what? We'll just sort of wait a week or two, see what's what, and I might jump in then. But yeah. um, yeah, it's uh,
2: with Miles Morales just to cut you off. Yeah. they released that. I think had a It had a 60 FPS mode at launch mm. and a 30 FPS mode. Months later, they did a 40 FPS fidelity mode, which was a nice in-between. And yeah. they also did a 60 FPS ray tracing mode, so you got a little bit yeah. of extra grunt there. And again, I'd already mm. finished and played it by then, and I was like, well, you know, I've kind of missed that boat. Yeah. But those that didn't buy it day one, that came mm. along months later, were like, oh, there's a few more modes and options for me here. And we just yeah. spoke about Cyberpunk 2077, the ultimate mm. example, isn't it, of a game that comes out to absolute garbage... It's yeah. fixed up, and now it's looking like a really solid Western RPG to play. Yeah, like Living up to what its potential yeah. could have been.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it has to be said that I quite... You know, obviously you prefer them not to have to do such lengthy updates post-release, but I do like that they do that. Because like, mm. back in the day, it'd be like, well, we've released a shit game, we're working on the next one, sorry yeah. about that. Like, it, it, You know, you'd never get that chance. But we actually get the chance nowadays for them to sort of and it, I'm disappointed they haven't done the same thing with Redfall which is actually going look yep, yeah, this hasn't hit the target so we're going to be like continually redeveloping it because I think Cyberpunk I've never played it but from what I understand they kind of re I wouldn't say redeveloped the game but reworked
2: well this late the, the, when the DLC drops they are revamping a lot of yeah. the core aspects of it and adding things into it so is a free update which does a lot of the gameplay stuff which is yeah. where the heavy lifting has being done. But yeah, they, they're reworking how the leveling works, how the you mm. know, the ability, like they actually are going back and fundamentally changing how the game operates. And um, it's interesting mm. you say that games keep getting developed. There's another story that came out this last week that um, Sifu, Slow Cap developed that game, the uh, yeah. martial arts game that Biff actually played. And there's, a, there's, a, there's some forts up in our archive somewhere yeah. there that. That released in 2022, March, they've, put a update out this past week. And they said, this is the final update patch, and then we're kind of done. But that's, again, that's a small mm. indie studio working on that game a good 18 months after release. Yeah, yeah. And we're sitting here in no, it's, September of 2023. It's just That's just the way it is these days.
0: You criticise the digital era, wow. um, but it's far better, really. I, I don't know. I do wonder whether back in the day they, they had to make doubly sure that something saying function because they didn't have the chance to do this once it's been shipped it's shipped I told like, you about
2: that. that No, I think it was No Mercy had a bug mm. where it would delete your save date I think you had to send yeah. the cartridge back and then also there's a Metroid game it might have been Other M that had mm. a corrupt bug if you got that you had to send the game back and Nintendo yeah. had to fucking go in there and fix it because you didn't have yeah. you can just roll out a new update every every game mm. had to be done individually because all the once yeah. the code was on there it's done it was you know mm. it does it does open up for garbage let's not get that wrong like yeah. we've seen yeah. some trash but there's always been shit games released even when <laughs> you know there was there's there has, there's always been really shit games released we just talked about et earlier going back to fucking atari day so yeah it's not like it being a finite disc and you know no updates prevented there from being trash dropping because that's just a nonsense it's just yeah, now no, I, games I, I, have a second chance at it no man's sky another one dropped baron took people called it didn't live up to the height yeah. it's had about 15 updates since then and people love it now like completely transformed and fleshed out that experience mm. added all sorts of stuff and again not possible without this so day one yeah i've bought probably less games day one this year than any other year mm one game, no. Probably not even that. So
1: Final I don't think Fantasy,
2: I've bought Resident Evil four. That may I be. It. I haven't
0: done any day one. I was thinking Hogwarts, but I'm pretty sure I waited to see what the technical reviews were before I
2: jumped into that. Yeah. So I think that
0: was a couple of days after release. So I haven't done any the last pre order I
2: did was God of War. High Five Rush, but that was, was I don't think dropper. I played that day. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. don't I didn't
0: play that day one either.
2: Um, Well, I think we say week one, can't we?
0: Yeah, well, nothing's nothing's changing the
2: metrics. Well, nothing's (laughs) we're talking about updates, aren't we? Nothing's (laughs) going to change day one to day seven, is it? I think if you play it before the first meaningful update,
0: yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could probably chuck Hogwarts and Hi Fire Rush. There's probably a couple of others that I've picked up before anything's been done, Um, you know, and I think it has to be said that the ones that are fundamentally updated off few and far between like i i don't think i've picked up many games where i've gone good lord like this is absolute shit because they're normally sifted out before i get to that point
2: yeah well day one in the bins unless you can trust them
0: that's the rule
2: yeah yeah i mean obviously we'll make exceptions for it this year was resident evil 4 Mm. hi-fi rush which kind of counts i guess in the day yeah. Um what else did I play? Oh, and Final Fantasy 16. They mm. are the only three, I believe, that I've don't think there's anything any big
0: risk there though, is there? Like Resident it Evil felt
2: pretty low risk, yeah. It did, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Again, that goes back to just knowledge of the franchise or the developer or yeah. past experience. And to be fair, the reviews do play a part in that. They are, as yeah. I've always said, yeah. that, that that temperature gauge. And not like a you know, a full blown little beaker because that's very exact. It's more like, oh, put my hand on the back of my hand on this radiator. How hot is it? Yeah, like, fuck me, that's hot. You kind of that sort of level. And uh, yeah,
0: that's we've talked about that before. That's exactly what I do with them. Like, I I don't actually go in. Like, I haven't even read really any of those Starfield reviews beyond what we've discussed um, on the podcast last week. But you can just go in and go. Like you look at that and you go eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight. You go yeah. Like probably gonna do you know be what I mean? Right, it's, it? yeah, yeah. Like it's well above average. Like you think, well, I'm probably gonna that's, that's well received. Um, whereas if it's you know like a red full, you go well. Like and that's what yeah. it's really useful for. It, it 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 basically stops you playing things that are below par. Yeah. I think is 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 where I'd put it
2: absolutely going to end the show in unconventional fashion well not end the show because there's stuff still to come end this this segment I was going to say really cutting it short the Fantasy Gaming League well I'll tell you what I've got an hour's chat waiting to go so I can get away (laughs) of doing less here I'll take it Um, (laughs) got some transfers to update the the audience on for the Fantasy Gaming League these are both Grand Prix transfers quiet at the moment on that transfer window Mm. you know there was questions whether there'd be a Saudi Pro League type approach coming in just trying to (laughs) Get all the best stuff, but people have been very quiet. Pac Man Adcock's been the only person active. He's subbed out or transferred out, replaced, which has officially been delayed till 2024. So that's a little bit of delay news. And he's mm-hmm. got in Persona 5 Tactics, which mm. is in- He's riding on the coattails of the Persona name there. Yeah. But it's a spin off, Adcock.
0: Mm. Gotta be careful. He's like expect- Todd Bowley, isn't he, Adcock? He loves
2: a transfer. <laughs> he does. I mean he had to get rid of replace, so he had to do something uh-huh. with it. Silent Hill two was the next victim, so that's been chucked in the bin. And he's gone for Metal Gear Solid Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume One. So that's Metal Gear Solid one through three, I believe. Um, which is due out in a few weeks, so be interesting to see oh, how like reviews. The originals. The originals are being remastered and reworked on the control front, yeah. I think. So there's a lot that can go wrong with that. That's all I'll say. The scope for a disaster is there, but the scope for absolute titles is there. But if people go back and play some of them now, they'll
0: go, Christ.
2: And we had this with Metroid Prime this year. It got a 94 because they gave it to people that played it the original. So if they do the same yeah. with Metal Gear Solid, yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, True. this is great. I remember this. If you give it to a newbie... Mm. They're going to go, what? What? <laughs> and you have to go, well, yeah, that's how it was back then. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see how that yeah. goes. But that's that's Agcock's little...
1: When's that you pieces.
2: out? Uh, I keep moving it around. Put him on know? the spot now. Yeah, I did have it somewhere, but I fucking... You should have said it Q4 now.
0: 2023, I'd have gone, yeah.
2: Well, October 2023, so yeah, it's Q4. Oh, it's re-
0: yeah, relatively soon. Yeah, not not too far away, but...
2: One eye on that for me, but as I said, I'm very scared about going back and playing that because I don't want to sully the memory of Metal Gear Solid.
0: It's uh, always a risk. The fact it, they called it it's... Volume
2: 1 suggests yeah. there is going to be a Volume 2, which to me yeah. means we're going to get Metal Gear Solid 4 yes. decoupled from that PS3. That's the only place you can play it. And with no backwards compatibility, you can't get it unless you've got a PS3 there or you emulate it. So I'm hoping eventually we'll get a volume one and two and that'll be everything. Yeah, you'd like I, to think so. Maybe I'll go in for that. But, you know, we'll see. Anyway, that'll do for this segment. Well, this, this chat I've had, an hour long, yeah? <laughs> right. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now, we've, we've re-recorded what? stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. We've re-recorded stuff because it's too long. I'm starting yeah. to wonder whether that was the wrong approach. We should just let it run and it... You know, you let the conversation flow. Because it is idle game chat, not idle industry squabbling chat. So should the focus be on those on those game chats and then, you know, this bit's kept a little bit shorter or it just runs as long as it needs to run? Well, you can take, as I said to you before, you can take the Rogan approach, which is just let it
0: happen and, and it yeah. is what it is. Or I think for the review segment, my personal view is... That it doesn't need to be that long for any game, really. Well, let start alone six hundred fucking... hours. Well, yeah, but the, the, what you get paid for in this industry is well. to be concise in your thoughts and explain it to people in a in a timely fashion. But that's I what think. these
2: IGN tutors are chucking out: ten minute video reviews. Yeah,
0: scraping. That's over. the ideal. That's like for me. It's like can't do that. Get, but this is this is a different format. This I still is think format. What we've agreed. Yeah. I think what we between us, Steve and Ronnie agreed, is the right approach. But mm. it is it's not set in stone. I think one of the ones we did, wasn't it? It might have been like Spirit or it was saying well, one
2: was one was F one manager and that was like yeah, over an hour long. It was a bit like that's really overindulgent. But the trouble yeah. is, it's these tangents that we're doing now, you know, extending the episode beyond what it normally is, so people get yeah. annoyed about that, but then a part of me thinks, well, what's the what's the, what's the arm? Like, it don't cost yeah. me any more time to edit it, because it's already done, I've already lost the time, so I might as well use it. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's might, a good point. I might just unleash it and just let people go for as long as needed, but...
0: I think there has to be a level of structure. But as long as it's gone... If there's meaningful things to say, leave it in. Mm. But if it's just if it's just dilly-dallying around a point and tangents, you think, well, do we need that tangent? I don't know. Yes. I say just uh, each their own merit. Yeah.
2: I'm just going to let them run and see what happens. Not that cool. I'll officially cut things off. I don't. Like Sometimes it's like trying to get blood out of a stone. Like... <laughs> Got Biff sitting there and he's responding with yes and no answers.
0: Yeah, I know. But elaborate, you, like you cunt. Yes. What did you like about it? The gameplay. Yes. Right. Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> you don't
2: listen, so he's. he's we we'll Adkins oh, well. called the scumbag comment last week and left a comment on the YouTube video. So he caught it, did Yeah, he? yeah. he's our scumbag, oh. so it's fine gets away with it. Anyway, Marvel's Midnight Suns is going to close you out. A nice hour-long chat. Special guest as well. I won't reveal who it is. You have to just oh. wait and see. But not from the usual Dimp Realms. The Gaming Gallery Upgrade. Guests of Honour exhibition could be finally opened if Marvel's Midnight Suns earns it. So we'll be uh, catching up with some newbies. You would have heard them on other podcasts, potentially. Anyway, I'll give away the uh, secrets if I keep going. We mm. will... uh Close this part down now and see you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some game impressions. To close out this edition of Idle Game Chat, I'm joined by a very special guest. It's Mr. McWomble from... The Pixel Pints podcast.
3: He's coming here to talk about Marvel's Midnight Suns. Yes, I have. Thank you very much. Um, I, I, I should feel honoured and privileged uh, <laughs> to be welcomed onto uh, Singapore, seem to be the, entire, <laughs> the entirety of Asia's uh, best Essex-based video game podcast.
2: Absolutely. I don't think anyone's got that crown still. There was another one that piped up the other day. I can't remember who it was. Um, it may have been Thailand. Oh no, it's Korea, South Korea. That popped up somewhere. Um If it was North Korea, I'd be like, yeah, they're probably only allowed to listen to two podcasts, so it makes sense if we somehow got through the, the buffer there. We'd be there, one of their top podcasts. But yeah, we we're uh, definitely doing okay in those regions. Not so much in the regions that pay, so of of no use really, those those particular that particular audience. Um Marvel's Midnight Suns. Yes. Now we're gonna do a little bit of cards on the table. We'll get to know your experience with the game, and you're gonna. Who knows? You may be the first person to induct something into the the coveted Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery. Who's not part of the the Dimp crew? Ooh. Opening up the guests of honor exhibition. Um, yeah,
3: and I, I wouldn't even be part of the grassroots community either because I don't give you guys any money. Because no, I refuse you should pay for your beer habit.
2: I, I, you shouldn't exactly that it does just fund bad habits so absolutely don't do that otherwise uh, I won't be around much longer if I carry on the way I'm going but you know that's, a, that's for a different podcast in, in later life we'll go through those drinking habits and how it can uh, bring you down actually you're the one drinking today so you can call am. me out yeah, for that it, well,
3: it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be um, someone from Pixel Points coming on a podcast without having a beer like, cheers
2: I think cheers to you I've got my big gallon of water here I actually think when um um mitch came on to do a spoiler cast on keener he wasn't drinking but it was like four o'clock in the morning for him because he's always up at the crack of dawn of course when i did one with evan he was uh very drunk by the end of it he was getting through those beers as he does and because it went for three hours he had plenty of time to to chuck those back But um, Marvel's Midnight Sun, let's get through the cars on the table part of this. What did you play this on? What system, what platform? I I played
3: this on my Xbox Series X because I was one of those unfortunate souls who couldn't get their hands on a PS5 and then now I can't afford one.
2: Was that Um, the real reason why you didn't get one or was you going to change anyway? Because I think you had uh, both last gen, did you
3: not? uh, No, I completely scrapped Xbox Mm. for um, last gen for PS4. And yeah. um, never looked back really. But this time around, I was just thinking, I want an X Gen console, but the only one that I can get, yeah, because um, all the scalpers bought out all the PS5s. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, was um, the Xbox All Access, and that served me really well actually. Yeah. Um, um, it's completely changed how I buy games, which is, I do not buy games day one. So no. that feeds into the the Marvel's Midnight Suns talk because I did not buy this game at launch.
2: Ah, interesting. Did you wait for so, your, a sale price that you were happy with, or was you hoping it's going to come to Game well, Pass I'm, one day?
3: Um, I didn't think it would ever come to Game Pass because we've, you and I have um, exchanged messages on um, the Pixel Discord, saying there mm. have never been, as far as I know, any Take Two games on Game Pass. Mm. So I went on the basis that this isn't going to appear. No. So, um, and I was, I was really interested in the game. I was following the socials, um the YouTube vignettes that people were putting out, the character bios, all of that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah.
3: Um but I wasn't gonna pay seventy UK pounds.
2: No. Oh, was it a seventy UK pounder as well? Was yeah, it? It was, yeah it was it 2K isn't was, yeah. it? Of course it was
3: two K leading the charge on the <laughs> price increase. Um job, so man. that wasn't gonna happen. So no. when this came out in the October I thought I'm gonna wait. Yeah. And um got some got some Dosh as a Christmas present, and saw Marvel's Midnight Suns, yeah. was forty seven percent off wow. at Christmas in a sale, so I, I jumped right in. Um, Phys- physical or digital? Physical, and I got the Legendary Edition as well, so I got all the DLC.
2: Oh, does that come with that the season pass? That comes with that it. That came with the season pass. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one to get. Yeah. Yeah, Tone, so that was,
3: that protein. was, um, I think it was 90, 99 or ninety eight. Yeah, it would have been probably. Yeah, so forty seven percent off. Yeah. So, yeah, thought yes, thank you very much because they were they were flogging the season pass for forty quid. Yeah. So made sense. No, thank you. No, um, absolutely not. Yeah, but I was big. I'm I'm a big comic book Marvel fan. Um, so this was. Uh, I hadn't read the original Marvel's Midnight Suns. So it's based... So Midnight Suns is like a... I don't know how to... Like a theme for Marvel. It's, it's like... If you know Justice League Dark, it's okay. like the Avengers Dark. Okay. So it's all the stuff... that The Avengers deal with all the kind of spacey stuff and the yeah. Midnight Suns deal with the supernatural. Gotcha. Um, so that's that's where the, the background to this is. Um, and, yeah, I... I was i was well into it um, as soon as i could start playing it um how so I, I probably put I, I over 60 hours in i was two trophies away from getting the um 1000 gamer points Ugh.
2: yeah the not platinum
3: The not platinum trophy <laughs>
2: yeah
3: um <laughs> And the reason that I didn't get that is because one of the trophies was bugged, and the other one would have Aww. required me playing a complete new playthrough. And yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't ready to do that at the time.
2: No, it's not a. I hate it when that happens. I mean, some games demand it, like they demand a second playthrough for various reasons. But if I look back and I've missed one, and I'm like, Nah, I'm, I'm definitely not going back to do that. Especially 60, 70 hours that have been
3: plunged into into this yeah, one. You wouldn't have to... The second playthrough wouldn't have had to be that long. Mm. Um, because you Should've could just... Should have got it quite create, early. Yeah, because um, you, you, you could do it doing a new game plus yes. rather than starting from scratch. Yeah. So you, you could just create a path the the story... Rather than having to do a lot of side missions to to build your characters
2: out. Well, there, there you go, you've got something to go back to if you choose to in
3: the Exactly. In the I've still, yeah, I've still got it in the box. In a box.
2: Have you ever thousand a thousand out of a thousand gamers scored a game?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've, okay. I've got um I've got that on Apex Legends.
2: That's insane. Sorry. I mean I know we spoke originally, it was like, I'll get you on to talk about Apex Legends one day. I'll have to do that because that's that's insanity. And I don't know much about Apex Legends, and it's well. This Well,
3: this was a very welcome break, because mm. it's a it's a completely different-paced game from um, Apex, which is what I was playing a lot of at the time.
2: Yes. Do you have much experience with um, Fire Axis, the developers? Mm, like No. Interesting, because I've played a bit of Civilization and a little bit of the original XCOM. Found XCOM very hard. Um, there was even... I don't know if it's the same with Midnight Suns, but they had... There were fail states, basically. If you failed too many missions, you couldn't get through the game. And that really put me off. Because so I was like, I don't want to have to restart from much, much early just to get through a mission. Um, so once I hit the fail state the first time around, I never, I never went back to, to XCOM. That was that. And Civilization, I'm like, yes, I could sit here and play this for 100 hours. But I don't think that's a good use of my time. So I tend to stay away from those games.
3: So um, Fire Axe is dialed back. Some mm. of the elements from XCOM and XCOM Two, so there's no yeah. permadeath. Interesting. Um, yeah. Knocks down, do they? Well, how they how they deal with because you can't really have Marvel superheroes getting killed and slaughtered. Killed off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'd be so awesome what they, if they did,
2: but yeah. Yeah. Off.
3: So what they what they do is they give them injuries. Hmm. So. And this kind of links into the, how the how the game works, some of the game mechanics, and yeah. also the oh my god that they love upgrades and crafting in this.
4: Oh dear. Well, maybe um, an
3: for some people. It's it's in depth. It's it's mm. definitely a um, tactical RPG with yeah. a very very decent um, superhero story laid on top. They don't half ass anything in this, that's what no. I would say. This is a hard game. And I, yeah. I, played, on, I played on normal, and yep. um, I wouldn't say by any stretch of the imagination this is kind of a baby's first XCOM. No. It's hard. If you go into certain missions with um, the wrong character makeup in your team, yeah. you are going to suffer.
2: Get found out.
3: So what happens in that instance?
2: I know we're sort of going all over the place, but there we go. That's what happens. It's idle game chat after all. So if you were to go in and fail a mission, do you just restart that mission again? Or is that mission gone from your slate of selection and you have to just deal with the consequences?
3: It depends um, on what type of mission you're in. Oh. So you, you can get um, kicked back to the Abbey, which is your base of operations. Yeah. And that, that's a world into itself, which I'll go into in a bit. Um, but what it can do, and the one big bugbear I had with the game, is its save states. Mm. It auto-saves a lot. Um, and because <laughs> okay. because it's a turn-based RPG in the battle system, it's it auto-saves after every turn. So if after your turn... <laughs> i see what they're doing. If after your turn you or all your characters get knocked out mm, you and you you go to load, it will reload back to just before your turn, mm. and there might be no option for you. Yeah. Um. So you've actually got to back out, but there's no option for you to back out because you've got to back out to the main menu and then reload a save manually, and that was pissing oh. me off. There's no there's no um retreats option. No.
2: That's interesting. So if you get yourself into a pickle that you can't get over it, you have to just basically go back to either... Well, look, can, you, save. can you manually save during the mission or...?
3: You can save whenever you want. That's okay. the one saving grace. So You have if to, you're sure going to remember to, to do that yeah. semi-regularly. Yeah, and it does save. So it will save for the start of the mission and it will save that as a separate save file. Yeah. Um, but I got into the habit of, before starting any mission, saving. Yeah. Seems like the sensible things. How long are the missions roughly? Are they it depends on how hard they are, and if the story missions are obviously longer, they could yeah. probably be one, two, or maybe even three stages. Right, um, but the the um, they, they they're not optional because you need to do a number of the side missions to be able to build up the materials that you need to upgrade your um, upgrade the abbey, upgrade your um, your cards because you don't actually upgrade your characters. No. That's.
2: Um, I remember that came out the card system. I was a bit like, "Oh, I was not expecting that," and I know a lot of people were um, were concerned about
3: that. But um, I, I got I got used to it. I'm yeah. not, I'm not um, as much as people take the piss out of me on the Pixel Points Discord for liking um, Thronebreaker, The Witcher mm. Tales, and I'm some card based RPG <laughs> slut um, for one, a better phrase. Is it, is it, I, I don't. I've never normally played that many deck builders. No. Um, this was just one that I happened to get into. Um, it's not that bad. I know people say, oh, deck builders, I can't be asked managing. It's not that hard. Okay. Um, the hard part is figuring out the makeup of your team. Hmm. Because, um, and I'll, I'll quickly give you an overview of the roster of characters. Some people you might know, some people you might not. Yeah. I won't delve into it because. Some of it is story-based, so I'm not going to give any spoilers away. So starting off with the the Midnight Suns characters, you've got Nico Minoru, Magic, Doctor Strange, Blade, and Robbie Reyes, who's this version of the Ghost Rider. Yeah. And then early on, you're joined by um, Iron Man and Captain Marvel from the Avengers, and then your roster fills out from there as you go through the story. Mm -hmm. Um, But the different characters skills in their terms of what they how you use their cards. So you got attack as skill cards. Yeah. Um some will have um a single target high damage, some will have AoE effect, some gotcha. will have multi target damage. Yeah. And some characters like Doctor Strange is mainly focused on um buffing and debuffing.
2: So he's like a little support character almost.
3: Yeah. Mostly. So you've got so you've got a class system within the characters that you take with you, which is why I say if you take if you don't understand early on, which I didn't, no. Um what the side missions were asking of you, you can very clearly, yeah. clearly get stuck having picked the wrong teammates to take with you on a mission so how did you figure that out is
2: it is there something in the game that tells you is it just from experience you just just just, gotta learn it okay and can you is it the same makeup each time or you gotta go in and you're like oh i've got a load of these enemies so actually i needed doctor strange rather than i don't know whoever
3: so there's 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 broadly um four types of mission Hmm. um kill everyone yep protect a thing oh don't like the sound of that one um those um those aren't the most annoying ones but that's probably probably because of the um enemies who are there so the enemies have got um have got classes as well so they've got people who can summon they've got um people who can protect other characters the worst ones of all um are the ones who can health leech
2: oh yeah that sounds super annoying
3: yeah Um, and there's other ones who can both health leech and link their health together so if Mm. you want to kill them off you've got to kill off two, three or potentially four characters all in the same turn (laughs) otherwise they'll keep sharing all their health and that can get seriously annoying
1: Um,
3: (laughs) the other other thing about the game um, is you can't get OP it auto levels to your um, ah. to your power level?
2: Interesting. Can you be so, underleveled?
3: Uh,
2: like if you were to sort of crit path it, would you get in a bit of a pickle later on?
3: you'll make you'll make life harder for yourself, and I'll yeah. get on to how I made life really hard for myself with the DLC in a bit. because <laughs> um, I, I managed to do that because I completed the DLC before completing the main story.
2: And that's not what you're supposed to do. I guess, oh, do but, not do that. If no. you
3: ever pick this up and pick up the DLC, complete the story before doing the DLC. <laughs> um, did, um, it, did
2: it warn you or anything? Or was it just sort of oh, no. appear in the menu? And you're like, oh, I might as well do the DLC. Or did you not know it was DLC you were doing?
3: Um, well, I did because all the characters appear separately. So Deadpool okay. was the first character to come out. And I thought, sure. you know what? I um, fancy getting him. Yeah, because I I felt like I wanted to wait as long as possible. So I had my full roster.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then you can hammer off the main story. And then I can
3: hammer off the main story with the full roster in place. Um, But it's basically treated as a separate storyline. So the Mm. DLC treat completely separately from the main story arc. Um, And so, handy hint, once you've completed the game, one of the boosts you unlock is to negate... All negative status effects.
2: Okay. That's pretty uh,
3: powerful then, <laughs> having that to to call upon. And the DLC is all vampire-based. Mm. So um, all of the enemies will put bleed as a status effect yeah. on you. So you lose health each turn. Each t- oh, bloody, yeah. So having, having no, no negative status effects would have made that DLC so, so much easier. I, it was like playing, me doing an Evan and playing the game on hard. Yeah, I do. Um, So I was, I was handicapping myself on that one. Um, in terms of um, the story itself, mm. um, so you play the hunter, hello, generic name, and you're never referred to by anything other than the hunter.
2: Of course you're just this um, new, new superhero i guess they're dropping into the world so
3: they, so they don't have any lore at all like, even in the no, old this comics is this completely, is completely yeah the completely new written for this story Fair um enough. the the writing in the game is really good i know it's Ooh. kind of comic book level stuff but it's so good um the character interactions are perfectly written um tony stark comes across as the biggest dickhead uh, <laughs> as he should yeah. Um, so Lilith, the mother of demons, has returned after centuries of being banished to the, to the demon realm, um, and she has come back and corrupted some supervillains and also a resurgent Hydra. Oh, um,
2: that sounds scary. For reasons. So,
3: the hey, Lignites... what is it
2: about Lilith being the antagonist? I'm sure Diablo's got Lilith as well. Well, that? she
3: in in. Um, um, christian mythology lilith was the was a demon ah. um, who um is it, am i right in saying that she and satan got together in some semi-romantic or not or way and created demons right um, okay
2: so she's not to be trusted if we use the christian law yeah. book for that Interesting. Um, I did not know that. That makes a bit more sense. that Lilith is. So this is where so don't name your kid Lilith, Lilith if
3: you can help it. That's a bit of advice. Yeah, don't name your kid Lilith um, or Mercedes or Chardonnay. Um, <laughs> can't, can't get away with that in Essex. That's the uh, that's the standard. Yeah. Um, so the Midnight Suns agree to resurrect the only person in history who's defeated Lilith in the past, which is you as the Hunter.
2: Oh, so Hunt is a big boy. He's not just some rookie. He's, he's oh been, no, he's, he's a been, been the
3: coming Coming back from the what is it the thirteenth, thirteenth or fourteenth century from yeah. when he fought Lilith in the past, Lilith happens to also be your mum.
2: <laughs> I thought that was just going to be a classic Essex your mum joke, but it's not. That's, that's like, literally been that's in the law books.
3: Um, so <laughs> your your character arises from the grave to um, be joined by the character creator screen.
2: All right, so Hunter is... You get to decide what Hunter looks like, at least.
3: So you can have male or female. You can select from a number of preset heads and... Yeah, okay. ...all that kind of stuff. Um, So it's not like a Bethesda RPG where you can go through loads and loads of sliders... No. ...creating your own character. It's all preset. Yes. Um, To some people's uh, pleasure, they'll probably be happy that there is no options for transgenderism... (laughs) um um, and then you you start so you wake up after a few hundred years and you're surrounded by a group of superheroes who've resurrected you who don't know whether to trust you because you're the the son or daughter of the mother of demons um and go fight go fight and make friends. A big part of this game is making friends. Well, yes. Um, when
2: I when I read one of the, I think it might have been PC Gamer reviews. They were kind of like blah 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 blah, and they said, oh, and uh, you know, it's got a lovely Persona type bonding experience. And I sort of pricked my ears up because I've started playing Persona this this last year, and immediately I was like, it's, this sounds like it's got a bit more depth to it than it than I that I thought. I, I thought the Abbey would just be a menu screen that you go to and just you know select your next team, but as I looked into it a bit more. I was like, oh no, this is actually a big part of the game where you have interactions with these characters and they can lead to all sorts of caper.
3: Yeah, so the the game um, works on a day night cycle. So during the day, you can talk to characters around the Abbey, you yeah. go to, um, you can spar, so you can okay. train with each of the characters each day. And what that does, it builds your friendship level with them, which yeah. Um, if you get to friendship level five with any character, it unlocks um, their trial, which Ooh. are balls to the wall hard. Okay. Um, so I I I got to the point where I will give this a go once, if was... and if I can't figure it out, I'm looking it up on YouTube because I can't yeah. be asked sitting there trying to figure out some of this shit about how to <laughs> how to. Um, because the the trials are set up, you go to a demon realm and um, it will say, um, "Kill this enemy." But mm. the one, and then but that enemy might be so overpowered that you can't actually hurt them. No. So you need to figure out how to unlock your legendary ability by beating up on little enemies, and then you can take out the big one. Gotcha. But it will give you a set of cards um, <laughs> and say. Um, but then you can do things like um, Discard cards And it will give you a new card um, But you don't know that So if you start off with six cards And you thought, what what one do I do? You've yeah. got so many potential options So I just didn't fucking bother with it no. um, um, And you unlock their Midnight Sun's skin
2: Okay, so it's not like you don't get like a power like it's not like an ultimate ability you unlock when. Yeah, card. yeah,
3: it's, you get that. Oh, you get, get that them. as well. So it's yeah, worth yeah. doing
2: just for gameplay and for I guess aesthetic yeah. reasons as well.
3: Yeah, some of the some of them aren't really worth it. Some of them really are.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, depending on which characters you use, I kind of locked in a little bit with a character, um, with a team build out. Yeah. Um, I'm I won't be spoiling anything because um. It's, they're already in the material. So yeah. I spent most of my time playing with, um, doing missions with Spider-Man and Wolverine. Yeah. Um, what is your team you do, makeup? How many people can you go on a mission? So with? it's it's important to note that the team makeup is dependent on building friendships as well. Oh. So if you, every time you go on a mission and you take two characters with you, it boosts the friendship level. Yeah. So you need, if you want to get all of your characters special abilities and unlock the midnight like sun's outfits. You need to make sure that you're both training with all of the members. You can only train with one person a day. Yeah. You need to then alternate who you take on missions. Um and um you can also um just chat with people and that will build yeah. friendships that you can do errands for people, but it's not it's not time wasting errands like go fetch me some Ivy and come back and I'll give you some shit like a, a normal RPG I'm playing, be Fa-
2: I'm playing Final Fantasy sixteen, like the world's literally crumbling around me and they're asking me to go and get seeds
3: I'm like well so it will be, <laughs> it will be things like so I remember one um, uh, Blade um, asked me to um, upgrade one of Ghost Rider's abilities Ah. So the the way that it works is like a do me a favor kind of thing yeah. but it's not it's it's not do me a favor it's can you do this thing for someone else and so you get the get, benefit
2: if you have them in your team later on you get you've...
3: you get a double benefit in that yeah. respect um and every time you're you're doing anything um that increases your friendship level you're also increasing their um, underlying abilities okay so this is where you get into the kind of the deep realms of the fire axis stuff so um, every character, including yourself, has got attribute levels. So you've got willpower, resilience. Yeah. Um, on top of your normal kind of health, strength, stuff. Um, it's. you But you don't have to worry about that. It's not like you have to spend points. It's no. based on. It's based on that character's makeup. So. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example Blade strength will increase faster than say Doctor Strange's but Doctor Strange's Willpower will increase faster than Blade's That kind yeah, of stuff So it's sense. based on an underlying set of attributes That they've allocated to the characters So you don't have to worry about Oh do I spend this skill point on Something that's not, that's not how the characters level up No That's an um,
4: interesting way of doing it
3: sure. uh, The Abbey You, you can the explore all, You can explore all around the Abbey Mm-hmm. Um and you need to do that to be able to unlock different areas and unlocking the different areas unlocks these um points of interest where you can take characters on a hangout. Yeah. Um so you go and I know you can go mushroom picking and bird watching and Did I um, see painting. a screenshot of people sitting on the pool and stuff. And yeah, you can go there. pool lounging and all this, this kind it. of stuff. It's um and um what you need to figure out is what would this character like?
4: Yeah, okay.
3: And what we'd like to do when you do it. So some, you can say, join a hangout. And this is where the night cycle comes in as well because those types of things you mainly do at night after a mission. Okay. Some will some will happen during the day, but mostly you can do at night. And the Abbey changes at night as well. Interesting. So some things around the Abbey you can only do at night. Um, there's so much to, to find around the Abbey. You can find these chests, which I guarantee... They were. F- they take two. Would be flogging packs of these keys to unlock these chests, which mainly give you um, reskins for yeah. your characters.
2: That does seem like a, a monetization opportunity they've squandered or removed at some point, potentially. So, in terms of how time works, do you just get a set number of turns or activities that you can do before and after a mission before it sort of ticks over to the next day, or, or is it constantly like? Is, and also, is there a number of days that are counting down to something where you've got to get the job done or it just keep going indefinitely? You can spend as it much keep, time in the Abbey yeah, you, as you Yeah, like. you
3: can spend as much time during the day as you want until you start a mission. Yep. And then when you finish that mission, it then switches to the night cycle. Okay. And the night cycle ends when you go to your room and go to sleep.
2: But you could do four or five activities... Yeah, potential. Oh, interesting. That's good. Because on the way persona works is you've got to make a choice on what you do during each. Oh yeah, so part it, of the is, day. it is.
3: It is locked in a sense that say if you've got four options for a hangout with four different characters, you choose right. one and you that's one it. Of
2: those. Interesting. But you could do another activity in that same.
3: Yeah. Time so period. if you if you certain things you have to do during the day, like yeah. all of your upgrading, you have to do during the day. Oh, interesting. Um, so when you finish a mission. Um, You'll get reward um, Which um, they call um, Gamma coil Gamma's a big thing in this Every fucking thing's like Oh gamma this, gamma that (laughs) Um, uh, So you take um, your gamma coil To um, Tony Stark And he'll unlock it And that gives you new cards For your characters So whoever you took on that mission Including yourself You'll get new cards At the end of every mission You may get duplicates But then you can break those down or if you've got copies of duplicates, you can use them to upgrade other cards, getting into the upgrade system. um, You need to upgrade the Abbey, otherwise you're going to find yourself in a world of pain. Right, I see. Um, So things around the Abbey that you can upgrade, um, you need to... One of the first things that um, I upgraded was what's called the Forge, which um, gives you then the ability to upgrade to more things. Gotcha. Um, and you can, if you upgrade um, with Tony Stark, he will. When you get your coil analyzed, you'll get five cards instead of three. So there's it, the more you do, the more you get rewarded. One of the best upgrades in the game is the um, the spar pool.
2: Interesting.
3: So <laughs> um, if one of your if one of your party gets injured. So this is how they deal with um, KO. Yeah. Um, So rather than permadeath, they will give your character an injury. Yes. And there's two ways of healing that, which is just waiting and not taking them on another mission. Um, And depending on the severity of their injury, that could be a few days in the game's day-night cycle. Yeah. Or you upgrade this pool, and you stick them in there for a day, and the next day they're fine, Plus, they've got a buff.
2: Interesting. So you can get them back on their feet quicker. And Does the buff last indefinitely or just for that day? For the next mission. Okay, so you, you didn't take them out. Or well, if you yeah. didn't go on a mission for another two days, I don't know if you can do that. No, they all
3: carry over until carry you take over. them on the next mission. Um, so that's, that's nice. how that's how Pharaxxus is, is dealing with that. The interactions between the characters continues through um, the entirety of the game. So All fully if,
2: voice acted?
3: All fully voice acted. Nice. The characters will chirp along in the background whilst you're running past doing your own thing. Yeah. Um uh Evan, you can pet a dog.
2: <laughs> do you get an achievement for it? Yes you do. There and we go.
3: On, only sixteen percent of players got it, which I thought was wow. disgraceful.
2: It's Xbox players though, isn't it? They're probably yeah. not as they're not they're not dog people. I think they're mostly cat people.
3: Um <laughs> and if you pet your hellhound um Charlie yes. um enough you unlock her as a playable card ability (laughs) so so that that's that's good um what i'm trying to think of what else because there's so much in this game there's literally so much um the how the two different factions so the avengers and the midnight suns interact Mm. Um, plays a big part of that part of the story yeah. and how you as the hunter is meant to be bringing these two sides together um um to battle against the greater evil yeah is part of it as well because at the start of the game tony stark being the king kong dickhead that he is um <laughs> just completely <laughs> sidelines the midnight suns doesn't want anything to do with them like, I'm Aven- here. avengers will I'm, handle yeah. this yeah i'll yeah.
2: handle this blah blah blah
3: um until some demons start showing up and he doesn't know what he's doing.
2: <laughs> Gets found out pretty quick then.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um the so you've you've got to handle that and, and you as the hunter have got a light dark balance. So mm. um certain certain things will appeal to um how you interact with each of the characters will appeal differently to, to them. Yeah. So the Midnight Suns are quite focused on um we need to get the job done, fuck the Avengers kind of thing. And the Avengers are all about, oh no, we need to make sure that we do this in the right way and we're protecting people and right, yes. um but then there's there's a there's a point in the game where all of this comes to a head. And it's it's handled really well. Um and it it got me um, to the point where I'm thinking because normally in RPGs that I play, I when they've when they've got kind of good um, good versus evil character, mm. I always do good first and then evil later. Yeah, yeah. And because um, I'm not the evil bastard that I make out I am. <laughs> um, and but obviously that will, doing that will rub some people up the wrong way. Yeah. Um, can you thread so the, the
2: needle between them both? Or is it kind of force you,
3: you to... You can, realize... yeah, but what it does is if you get... Um, uh, did you ever play, play Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2? No. Um, so at some point on that, so you, you, you could become a, a Jedi Knight or a Sith Lord, and at right, some yes. point the game locked you out of, of certain of abilities. Interesting. Because you'd gone too far. This doesn't. Okay. Um... But what it does do is your your balance can change on how you interact with people
4: hmm.
3: um, And your balance can change on what cards you use as well So to give you... There's two versions of healing um, So one just can heal you Or um, you can choose to heal your party members The other one that was called Dark Healing Steals health from either you or one of your party members And gives it to another one Ah. Um,
2: that gives you more dark points, presumably. Yeah,
3: so so there's there's that balance in there as well. Um, there's um, activities that you can do. Um, so Spider-Man and Ghost Rider set up a, um, a, a, a like a machine shop thing. Yeah. Um, there's a book club where where Blade tries to chat up um, Carol Danvers, which is hilarious. Um, um, so it's it. I'm surprised at how much they managed to cram in here yeah. in terms of the the fact that there's so much character developed and so much dialogue and so much story. Yeah. It's really impressive. Nice. That's... Where, where the game lets itself down
2: yeah.
3: is a bit of the performance.
2: Really? Interesting. Yeah.
3: So yeah. you wouldn't think in a game that's quite slow-paced and turn-based. Yeah. It, it wasn't particularly buggy but there was one door in the abbey that if you walk from the inside of the abbey outside it's fine but if you turn around and walk back through that same door the frame rate tanks to about 5 frames a second
2: interesting
3: and it's only one door
2: <laughs> how's that not been picked up somewhere um, uh, and i yeah. couldn't
3: i couldn't figure out why it was happening from the beginning of the game all the way through to the end yeah um <laughs>
2: But I bet you did it every time just to test it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it, it was the
3: quickest. It was the quickest way to get from the right, training area to another part of the. Okay. Hubby. So it it's, was. It was there for. A I week. don't know if it's kind of loading in assets or what, but he didn't like that. It really didn't like it. Um, I'm trying to. Th- I'll get on to the. This game smells like a live service.
2: Mm. I think there were. Uh people suggesting that at some point it may well have been stripped out perhaps due to other negative receptions of other unnamed games that have done something similar but yeah talk to me about that where's some of the stains of this stench that you can see we saw the we heard about the chess boxes earlier that you feel like maybe would have been a a premium key little upgrade there
3: yeah so um i think this game got hurt by the rumours that this was going to be a live service Mm. on top of some other stuff, which I'll I'll wrap up at the end. Um, and I'll stop interrupting you. Your name's not Matt. (laughs) No, that's fine. Uh, so in the character screen on the left hand side, Mm. um, there was easily space because you've, you have a little icon of the, your party members heads and, Everyone who you've recruited to be part of the midnight Suns at this stage, there was space for at least another six or seven heads oh and it's just it's just, gray. just
2: grayed out yeah interesting
3: uh, um the where you go to your mission select screen, which is a um there's space along the top which gives you a bar where you can go to the different areas where you can do your missions there's space for at least another two areas in there mm. Um, and the biggest sign, the biggest giveaway that I found um, was the credits for the senior VP and the VP of live service.
2: <laughs> yes, they've done some work on it. It may not have made the final cut, but they probably spent a long time trying to figure out how to how to make this
3: a, a liveish service game. It could have worked as well. It, it mm. could have done. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed this game enough that if they put out another DLC pack, I'd buy it.
2: That's good. That's a good sign. If if they had implemented some other... Sorry, that, that's, that's the wrong question. Did any of these these sort of stains of live service get in the way of the game or the flow of it at all? Did it ever feel like that you were kind of grinding unnecessarily or did it feel like, no, those those elements are, are gone and they're not really impacting the flow of
3: what I'm trying to achieve here? The gameplay and character progression, no, not at all, mm. which are the, the main elements. The the thing that would have really pissed me off is um the crates. Yeah. Is if they'd locked decent stuff behind those yeah. and then made you pay to get the keys to unlock them. You yeah. know, get get to fuck. Get to
2: fuck, yeah. No. It's interesting. Um Any other business? I know you've got a stream of notes there, it's very difficult to pick and choose, but I'm conscious of your time more than anything. Um, I but... think
3: the main thing that is talking about how this game suffered. Hmm. I don't know if it was um, coming off the back of the absolute shower that was Marvel's The Avengers. i tell you what, I know some people don't
2: like the... Um, uh, what they call those space fuckers, the, um, the Avenger space fuckers that are up there. Star, what's his name? Star Lord, Guardians okay. into the galaxy. Of Galax- I know a lot of people didn't like the Square Enix version of that. Well,
3: I, it was a
2: good game, I, I, exactly. But I think some people got in their heads that oh, it's another Square Marvel game, which you know the Marvel Avengers game we're talking about, which really did just just it, they took a big fart basically and left a big cloud of stench around Marvel as a, as a gaming property for a little while. And i I think I think you're right. I think there was a lot of you know there was a lot of apprehension with this game. Before it even come out, simply yeah. because it was a Marvel property, and let's be honest, Two K are publishing it, so you're never really sure what they're going to do and what they're going to fuck about with. I mean, I trust Fire to Fire deliver a good game, but when you've got those overlords, you're never quite sure.
3: Yeah, which is why the if you if you take kind of Take Two's other notable franchise of uh, NBA Two K, yeah. and the amount the amount of literal in-game gambling that they've crammed into that, um, that that would put that would put me off a bit just to, just for my disdain for Take-Two. Yes. Um, but the other thing is 70 UK pans.
2: Yeah, it does It does seem a bit eye don't And this is not a diss of the game's quality, but if it does feel a bit like a Fire Axis game being that, that amount, I don't know what it is. Like, is. I'm not sure I would have paid 60 quid for XCOM when we were doing 60 UK pans back then. It always felt like a, perhaps a step down. I don't know if that's necessarily fair or not. But they were um, one, one of the, you know, because not all games are doing it. Now we've got to the stage where Microsoft are doing it as well. And, you know, Jim's been doing it since, since he could. But I think the 70 UK pounds even last year was still bothering people
3: to a certain extent. And Yeah, I'm not paying 70 pounds for a game. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Um, so that I think that hurt the initial sales. That put yeah. um, Take-Two on the back foot. They didn't really publicise this game at all. No. Um so there was no real marketing push for it that hurt it um the the fact that it is a niche style game yes. will also have hurt it um so overall, I say there's quite quite a lot of um stumbling block blocks put in front of this before it even came out,
2: yeah. But it sounds like, from your experience, having gone through it, it they overcame it, over, overcame it mostly, which is a positive.
3: Uh, so, I, just when we were talking, I, I whacked in Open Critic. Yeah. Um, so, the critics' average is sitting on an 82. That's no disgrace. I'd say that's a. I'd say that's a fair score. Um, this will say ninety-one percent of critics would recommend. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say that's fair as well. One thing that did piss me off about the game is the UI. Um, it's <laughs> well, tiny. Use,
2: I played XCOM on a PC, and I remember thinking, I'm not sure how this would translate to a controller, and I wonder whether it, this had similar
3: issues. Uh, so not the control scheme so much, just the actual UI. It, mm. The text is tiny right and um, you've got you can increase it by up to a hundred percent but it's still tiny still not big enough um, So I've I'm sitting about six feet away from a 43 inch TV <laughs> and I'm leaning in yeah. <laughs> And because it, because it's you've got card-based things, and as you upgrade your cards, it gives them extra abilities. So from some tiny text that you might just about to be able to see, as soon as you start adding new abilities onto those, the text shrink.
2: Oh, because you squeeze them all on.
3: in. You can't fucking read any of it. No. <laughs> um, so you've got to memorize what each of the cards now does from when you've upgraded it, but you yeah. might not have used that character for ages because you were upgrading another character. Yeah, yeah. So there, it's it's got its issues, but overall, if you what I would say is, if you are any kind of a fan of Marvel IP, and you're not put off by the fact that this is a deck builder turn based RPG, you should absolutely buy this game.
2: Wow. Yeah. Even the deck building, though, it sounds like... I know you were, people call you a deck building fan, but you're not really. It's just that one Witcher yeah. game. And, you know, it sounds like to me that it's, it's been done in a way that makes it enjoyable. So, therefore, even if you haven't played a deck build before, you could probably jump into this and still have fun, particularly if you like the source material, because it sounds like that's where yeah.
3: true shrimps are. And um, it it strays quite far away from the source material, because back in the day in the 90s, when the Midnight Suns series came out it was SONS because right. they were all men whereas yeah. obviously they've changed it now to SUNS and yeah. they've they've actually got some decent um well-written um female characters in there um particularly Nico and particularly Magic mm. Carol nice. Danvers is a bit dulled by comparison yeah because um, they've got the um Nico and Magic have got much more interesting backstory uh, which I won't go into because the game fleshes out all of it. So if you don't know anything about the characters, you yeah. don't have to because you will learn about all of their backstory by having the conversations with them, which equally builds up your friendship level with them, which equally increases your strength and your so ability to go through the game.
2: All worthwhile doing. So a question on that, like character backgrounds, are they like a shitload of books and stuff to read about them? Or, is, or are you saying the interactions are what feeds you this, this kind of backstory of them? Or is it a bit of a mix of both?
3: So you can go into your character screen where you can select what outfits they wear and you can unlock a load of different outfits for them and different, then different colour schemes for those outfits, which I guarantee would have been um, part of bundles <laughs> that you would have had to have paid for. Um, and some of them are shit. Uh, but So you go to a character screen and you can look at their abilities. You can look at what their card abilities are. You can look at what level they are. You can look at um, their individual attributes. Yeah. And it'll just give you, like, a four-line bio. Oh. And that's it. Everything yeah. else you will learn by talking to them.
2: That's good. Because I'm sick of reading books within games, just trying yeah. to learn what's going on.
3: The weird, There's one weird, slightly creepy thing, which is you can give them gifts. <laughs> I think I saw this. Yeah, yeah. It is and you need to craft the um, the shop. So you need to buy um, this with your upgrade points um, uh, to um, craft this gift shop. Yes. that so you collect this substance called gloss, which I guarantee again that would, that would, they would have been selling you gloss packs. Yeah, um, and and all glosses is, is basically it's your cosmetic currency. Gotcha. Um and you can buy um and these scale up from common all the way up to legendary. So you can give someone a, a crystal ball and they'll go, Oh great, thank you very much, and you might get one plus one friendship point.
4: Yeah. Yeah um
3: but one of the one of the ones that I did was you can buy legendary um comic books and <laughs> yeah. if you give that character their own comic book, um you can get kind of plus ten Friendship points, yeah. which means you, you boost that character much more quickly. Um, um, I got I, One thing I would say is, Pete, if, if someone else picked this up, you'd probably end up playing a completely different play style to what I did. Mm, yeah. Um, particularly if I, I was a kind of light side, so I couldn't use, well, you can still use dark side cards, but it's counterintuitive to what you're trying to yeah, build towards. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I did kind of by the end of it, lock myself into, here's the two characters who I like the most. Um, and here's the abilities that I like the most, which was mainly um, single point damage, um, knockback. Yeah. And um, healing. Yeah. Get them heels in. Yeah, so the so one thing I've not I've not done, and I want to race through this quickly, is how each of the levels is set up. So when you go out on a mission, you are in an enclosed arena, yeah. like you would be in XCOM. Yeah. Um, but there's unlike in XCOM where there's levels to it, that you're all on one plane.
4: Okay. Yeah.
3: Um, and what you can do is. Um, you can knock people off ledges. So if you're in an, an area where there's a drop, you can yeah. knock people off. Um, you can use the environment to attack people with. So if there's ex- there's That's... exploding barrels, you can blow those up. And if there's people within a range, and it will, it will show you the effective range of all of these things.
2: Interesting. So you know you're not going to do it, and then it go. oh, fucking hell, it's missed everyone. It will show yeah. you. Exactly.
3: Um, and the other thing that, you, that this game does that XCOM... Um, doesn't is is guaranteed a hit. So oh, the
2: percentages a, are gone so you don't have to worry yeah. about getting ninety five percent and then that fucking dozy bastard goes and whiffs you. Yeah. So the dies. only
3: thing that um, you'll see that on is um, if you're knocking someone off a ledge. So if you're knocking a light character off they've yeah. got a higher chance of falling off than a heavy. Gotcha. This is um, a
2: good trade off. Um,
3: I'm there's trying to dead. think if there's if there's anything that I've missed um but what what the game does is feel like you you need to be engaging with all of the characters yeah yeah, and since this is <clears throat> you're you're the main character, but basically you're a blank slate, yeah, yeah, um so it's all of the other people who've got personality, and you need to build up your own personality as you go so you, you do that as you go yeah um they did an absolutely brilliant job with that I wouldn't say if you get up close it's not exactly a pretty game don't zoom in
2: <laughs> but, um, but it's serviceable for a tactical card yeah. based and, combat
3: and game. Um, some of the um, some of the costumes that you can unlock um, they've, they've absolutely kind of chef kissed the, the nostalgia on some of those interesting I've got one question left
2: does Hunter get their own comic book spin off <laughs> Or they is, is that not possible?
3: No, it's not it's not possible. What you what it what the game does is it allows you to deck out your room as the hunter. So you can spend your gloss. So the hunter on. is
2: absolutely an avatar of your, oh, yeah, of, absolutely, of yourself or a role that you decide to play. It, yeah. There is no there's no personality for this.
3: So when, when you finish any mission, um it will give you the, the um uh an end screen with a score. Yeah. Um, and it will tell you Oh, I hate being judged at the end of missions. Yeah, so it'll give you it'll give you a star rating of one to three, but it doesn't really mean anything. No. they um, still
2: kicking the bollocks when you've just done like the hardest fight and it's like, oh, one and a half stars and you're like, That took me two hours to get through that. What else could I have done? Yeah. Um
3: so none of none of the stages are that long. Oh, okay, um, that's could, good. Yeah, you could so if if you're doing side missions, the side missions are graded by easy, normal and hard. Yeah. Um and obviously there's the scale of reward there depended on which one you pick. The hard ones are key hard. Yeah. Um and I was playing on normal and there's five different difficulty levels. So easy, uh, normal, hard, yeah, something else in extreme. It's, I'd hate to see what hard looked like on hard level looked like on extreme difficulty. Yeah. I'm not, never playing that. Not for me um, that one. Um but they give you these comic book covers. So if you've gone out on a mission with, I don't know, um, Spider-Man and Iron Man, yeah. um, you'll, it will give you a comic book cover like AI's done it. So you could be standing there as Hunter and then Spider-Man could be swinging in behind you. And, yeah. um, and then you can turn those things into art that you can put up in the wall of the Abbey.
2: I see. That's quite a nice touch. You can even kit out the Abbey in your room and whatnot. Uh, I like doing things like that just to kill a bit of time
3: yeah so I fully upgraded all of that yeah. um, some of the some of the um, like I said some of the achievements were bugged particularly
2: yeah. particularly with the DLC I just heard so, Evan collapse again as you heard it for the second time that there could be a trophy that gets bugged if he ever decides to play this Evan will never
3: play this game well unless you uh, make him you
2: could do one of your it could be a game well, to pop into him so you have to platinum it just to really stick one up him
3: yeah, um, yeah if you platinum that I'll play one more Yakka's <laughs> um, again <laughs> Yakuza Kiwami, the, the,
2: the first one that was is not that long. It's not as long as zero. So I don't
3: care. Taken all fuck off. Um, so, um I've forgotten what I was saying now. That's
2: all right, I've started being silly, didn't I?
3: Took, um, took you off your so game. it's not it's not hard. Um I'm three quarters <laughs> of beer in on a Thursday. <laughs>
2: Oh, I fancy a beer now. We'll be. I mean, as we draw this close, I do. I'm getting first. I don't have any in the house, but I, I do have to go out a bit later to do enough raring, So I could just do of grabbing some beer after drinking like piss lager all weekend for being at that wrestling event. It. Uh, I want a proper beer, if you will.
3: Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's what, so bugged achievements. Oh yes. I yeah. Got, I got <laughs> right to the end of the game, so I've done. Um, I've managed to get through. Um, all of the DLC, I looked through the achievement lists, thought, yeah, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that, but it's not showing up on the achievements. No. Um, went to start the last mission, and then suddenly all of the achievements started popping up all at once.
2: Interesting.
3: And which was annoying as fuck, because they're talking, describing what's going to happen in the last mission, and suddenly I've got all of these... All this shit going... Bruh, bruh, dling, dling. Yeah, all of these Xbox achievements popping up at the bottom of the screen. Um, <laughs> oh,
2: that's funny. That's funny. A bit um, annoying. Yeah. If you're
3: trying to listen it's, to what's going on. It was. I was seriously pissed off because this is meant to be the build up to the. So this is the point where you can't go back. <laughs> right. So you know you're in for the ride
2: at that point. It's all. Yeah. Everything's then, gonna be really important from now onwards.
3: Yeah, and that's when I got about twenty achievements all pop up one after the <laughs> other.
2: How funny. Well, we've come to that stage in the chat where you get to make a decision on whether Marvel's Midnight Suns gets to go into the DIMP Digital Gaming Gallery. You can choose to not induct it. You can say, nope, sorry, I didn't like X, Y, and Z, and therefore we'll just shut the doors now. There's no grading. There's no standard that needs to be given to it. It We just walk away, and we go and have a beer somewhere else. However, if you do want to induct it, you'll be able to... I guess reward it with either either a platinum, gold, silver, or bronze standard. Just as a little... I mean, people look around, they're like, oh, that's what you thought of that. And you can interpret those precious metals by however you like in terms of scores in your head and translate them, but I'll give you no more guidance than that. But the first question is, does Marvel's Midnight Sun earn itself a place in the Dim Digital Gaming Gallery and officially open up the Guests of Honour exhibition? Absolutely, it does. To be honest, even if this was Yakuza Zero, I think you still would have inducted it just to be the first person to get it in the gallery. I think, uh, no, I wouldn't uh, have
3: done. That would have been—you'd
2: <laughs> <laughs> have had to just be honest and say no. I, just, yeah. I
3: didn't. No, want I'm that. sorry, that would that would have been um, rip the Band-Aid off and run down the road. <laughs>
2: um, and therefore, you get to you get to choose where you want to how you want to sort of reward it. Platinum, gold, silver, bronze—your
3: options and uh, having having been an avid listener um <laughs> of this podcast for for many years um i, I don't there's, there's no way that this i could justify putting in a, this in a platinum
2: yeah that's fair enough
3: um the, with the bugs that were there um with with the type of game that it is it I don't, just doesn't deserve Does, it
2: doesn't sing to you, yeah in those instances no. yeah um compared
3: to enough. what other people have put in it's not of the same quality
2: I don't know, I've seen Adcock and Adkins both put in some right old dross and I have no option but to accept it, but, you know. Um,
3: so, where where I'd sit, okay, if this was my my personal thing, I'd go gold. You can. However... I want it to be that because it'll say Keith McWomble underneath it. However, if um, taken into thinking about other people and how they might feel about this, hmm. because it is niche because um, it has got some elements in there that people might might be a bit skewed towards. Um, I was also thinking silver. Keith, mm. I'm telling you, go with your heart. Oh, it's got to be gold then.
2: There we go. Done. Marvel's Midnight Sun... Suns? Suns. Suns. It earns itself a gold rating and is in the Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery and opens up the Guests of Honour exhibition... So that's the way to do it. Don't worry about the other fucks. They can, they can play it and find it for themselves, can't they? I want personal opinions representing these little plans I think
3: this game was done a massive disservice. Mm. Yeah. Um, from Take-Two, how it was marketed or not, the fact that it probably wasn't marketed very well, the fact that it was coming off... Um, the people ill feeling towards Marvel. There's yep. a bit of Marvel fatigue going on. Yes. Um this game deserves to be played more. And the fact that you can get it now for you can get the base game for twenty quid. Bargain. Bargain. I mean what was it, sixty odd hours, did you say, with
2: all the DLCs? Uh, over sixty. Yeah. I mean, um,
3: that's... Closer to seventy. I think it was sixty eight hours when I yeah. finished.
2: Yeah I've heard I've heard other good like outside of like what you'd call the IGNs and whatnot, but other podcasts. I've heard some great great opinions on this so it sounds like it sucks you in you like the setting and you like the if you if you come in with a an affinity for marvel and the mid and, and that world of the midnight suns then the character work alone is is almost going to draw you in and keep you there and then even those that aren't well versed in deck building it's at, at a stage where you can you can enjoy it and i think exactly people should take the plunge 20 uk pans come on do them a favor anyway it's been fantastic to have you on tell our um brand new south korean listeners and viewers where they can find pixel pints and give that a nice plug
3: yes so um i do a podcast with some friends called pixel pints podcast you can find us on instagram at pixel pints pod you can find us on twitter because i refuse to call it x (laughs) pixel underscore pints you can find us on youtube just search for pixel points you can find me um i, I manage our um, instagram so anything on there is me um <laughs> and you can find me on twitter at keith mcwomble
2: absolutely make sure you go and listen to the or watch the podcast because you can watch it live let go to the twitch channel and give them a follow there so you can get the notification the archive goes up on on the youtubes and also on your favorite podcast app so you know where to find them Everyone else, I hope you enjoyed that little sideways kind of opinion. Not the the Keith sideways, but it's nice to get some other opinions outside the core dimp group. I do want to do this more often. And Apex is definitely something I want to sit down and talk to you about in the near future. So we'll make sure. Yeah,
3: I've I've definitely got opinions about Apex. Yes. And
2: it's one of those things I want to be able to revisit like 12, 18 months later because those games are evolving and you know, they can be on a higher one year and then next season they've fucked oh, everyone off and, you
3: know, there's yeah. some interesting shit. I was on a high last week. I got 84 kills with one character in a week. Damn. Guess how many I got the next week? Eight. Eight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the roller coaster ride of live service Battle Royale games, I guess. But great to have you. Great to speak to you. And uh, we'll get you back soon for sure. Everyone else, nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da.
1: ta <laughs> back.